0: Alright, guys, we're on an, the fourth episode of MC Anime. We got a Christian here that just laid us off. How are you doing, Christian?
1: Hello, I'm doing pretty good. A little tired, but yeah. But I don't what you have, man.
0: Yeah, so what are we doing today? You want to introduce it?
1: Sure thing. Today we're going to talk, the topic for today is going to be discrimination in anime. And we got to prepare four different ones. Mm -hmm. We can go a little bit in depth into each one. Into the the specific characters or the specific group of characters that are the ones cast aside in those animes.
0: Uh, Yes, and then the four anime that we're using to explore, you know, discrimination in anime is Kogios, Naruto... Which Naruto will be really interesting? B stars and a Lore, a lol and a C. So, further ado, which one you think you want to bring up? What do you, you feel very strong about?
1: The one that I feel the strongest is obviously Naruto, <laughs> because yeah, you know, I know a lot of Naruto man.
0: For anyone that doesn't yeah. know, this man is literally, if you put Naruto on a pedestal, he will literally say an A+, plus, 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 plus. So, you know what? <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Well, because yeah. for him, he it's like a false idol. He'll go in there bowing down and everything. <laughs> but I'm shifting a little bit right
1: now. I'm also taking a very good interest in or shows like One Piece, but yeah, Naruto's always gonna be in the top,
0: man. Do you know, oh, <laughs> we know that. No, we know that from you because you're biased about Naruto in the first place. So we just <laughs> get that biased. out of the way. He's biased, biased. So, but anything he says. Take it with a grain of salt, because he, he knows what he's going to say. He might say it's the best anime of all time, but who knows? Nah, 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 nah. Uh-huh. I know it's not. I know you. you will going to say it. Nah, nah, nah. The best anime <laughs> of all <laughs> time <laughs> right now is One Piece. Oh my gosh, there's another... <laughs> Alright, so... With the story of Naruto... this The okay, setting so. is... There's like several depictions of discrimination throughout. But the first one that we typically see is actually the main character himself.
1: And um, what can his name be? What could his name be?
0: No, I mm, Is the person that question that we first see the the severe aspect of the world relations about him as a character and Also, what surrounds his backstory before, basically him growing up in the village. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, just to to show, we're gonna say some little bit of spoilers. We're not gonna say too much because you know we don't want to ruin the show. But with that, keep in mind though, is some spoiling content. When yeah, to, talk about to
1: be Naruto. fair,
0: at this point
1: in life, everyone should have seen Naruto right now, to be fair.
0: Yeah, but eh, there's <laughs> still some people that may have watched some of it and not all of it, so it's just... Yeah. Out there. Now, yeah. um, let's see. Naruto receives, in the beginning, a lot of discrimination for not what he... For not what he is as a person, but him as a Jinjuiki. Exactly. Well, what is a jinchuriki? you <laughs> may ask yourself?
1: Well, a jinchuriki in the world of Naruto is a person who is the host of a tailed beast. And and I'm just gonna leave it there, not gonna Naruto say anymore.
0: Resides. The nine tailed beast that Naruto resides. ...is the root of the conflict... ...of the discrimination that he faces... ...while in the village. These... ...uh... ...tailed beasts... ...are depicted in, you know... ...Japanese legend... ...mythical creatures... ...but... ...Naruto has the most... ...the... ...powerful form... ...that resides... ...in the land of the grass which is Naruto. But it's so powerful that he holds like half of it, but even half when it was released, it's still very powerful. Oh, yeah. Now, this is 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 a spirit that's powerful enough to knock out the entire village. It's it's, It's equivalent to like a nuclear bomb, but instead of nuclear bomb, it's the land of Naruto, and this is how powerful a tailed beast is. It is. Which is like to have a claim to a tailed beast, Jinjuki, as a precaution because of the great wars that happened before. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, why would people... Is it people afraid of Naruto, or are they are afraid of the ten, the 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 beast inside? I think that at the beginning of the series, they're afraid of
1: both, mm-hmm. and the Ninetales beast because it destroyed the village before, and because of Naruto because he doesn't have any family, he doesn't have parents, oh, yeah. and. They just say that he could go berserk any time.
0: And that incident, when it was sealed with him, is a major plot point for the major antagonists and motive to why Naruto has the Jinchuriki Yeah. being a Jinchuriki. So that's the background of how he got it. Now he's raised in the village without the support of parents but t- basically the like the village is actually taking care of him giving some money giving him a place to live so basically he has subsidized rent doesn't really eat what he wants but the thing is we have a very dramatic experience by. of him being isolated in the village and people overall targeting him staying away for the power that was that lies within inside him, because it is just
1: such a powerful thing that everyone is just afraid that he can just snap one day and destroy the whole village, kill everyone, and no one will be able to do anything.
0: Yes, and then how this plays into the story. is Naruto, instead of being sad about the discrimination he endures, he uses it as a a catalyst to treat people different than how he was treated. And he also knows the major plot point in him sympathizing, sympathizing with the different antagonists and him feeling similar to how they were feeling... Uh, A.K.A. A.K.A. Tog no Jutsu. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, that is one aspect of discrimination in Naruto, but, you know, we also have Ochiha clan as well. Oh, yeah. The Ochiha clan, that's another
1: case, Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: it's still discrimination. Um... So what
0: happened is, uh, he had a years of tension. Whoa. That years of tension, yeah. Led to a Kutata. That coup d'état was overheard. So, not going to say who, but someone took action and basically became the mortal against their entire clan. And and then we also have Sasuke being like the last known member in the village, wise.
1: Yeah. The last Uchiha kid. And... What a title.
0: The thing is... Sasuke had an upbringing of the family. And then that family was taken from him. And it's only been like... Not even that long in the anime. Naruto didn't have anyone at all. But Sasuke had support and then it was taken from him. Mm -hmm. And this yeah. is how we have Naruto and Sasuke being rivals. And how Naruto always feels similar to how Sasuke's feeling. Now Naruto didn't become like Sasuke did. And just built up rage and being an enemy to the village. It It's really an interesting contrast between the two. They went similar traumatic experience but as a result Now we have similar discrimination methods within the village on two different issues. A tail beast and a particular clan that tried to overthrow the village. Yeah.
1: And we also get later on um, the the conflict between these two. Um, They bring out the same points. In order to be like, yeah, we didn't have anyone.
0: Yeah, how... You're just like me, but yet you're still trying to fight me, resist against me. I don't understand where you're coming from. If we have a similar background, why are you fighting me? And Naruto is trying to protect Sasuke in a way. Is this really an interesting uh, dynamic between the two?
1: Yeah... Because, and to be honest, Sasuke was the first person that yeah. acknowledged Naruto as a person. Well, the first that he knows of. Yeah. And... Like, the thing is that, the first person that openly accepted Naruto, openly acknowledged Naruto.
0: And there's also Basically. other discrimination as well, throughout. Um, We have... Oh, yeah, there's yeah, a lot. Great war history. There's, like, been at least... Shoot the Great Wars like, span hundreds of just tension between different villages and during a time where, you know, any time in war, you're going to have heightened tension and discrimination against other villages. Oh, yeah. So, you also have that aspect, but you also get... the power of bonds... Well, you get the power of the past being presented to the present in a way that is changing the future. If you really think about it. The past is being used to affect the present, which basically changes the future.
1: Nice way to phrase it.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean... You know, it's like Naruto being Hokage, and we see his journey to be the Hokage... It really comes down to... You're not always entitled to who you are when you were a child. But who you come to be when you grow up. And how much you aspire to change the world. Or at least affect the people around you in a positive light. Yeah. Because I strongly feel... Even as messed up as Naruto was treated, he doesn't lose face in anything that happened. It was difficult for him to endure, but without enduring that trauma, he probably won't be the person he is. Yeah,
1: if he wouldn't, if. If any of that, if none of that had
0: happened to Naruto when he was a child, he
1: wouldn't be the person he is today.
0: And this also brings into light, most characters will have traumatic experience, and with that traumatic experience, it's a building plot for the character, and how they are now and all that stuff. So. Not every traumatic experience is discrimination, but discrimination is very rampant in several anime as a tool to make upbringing into li- into question. So, yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know, discrimination is the act of Particular individual, group, or organization, or just even a wide range of people as well, in recruitment, different, not understanding where they come from, prejudice, all of that comes into light when discrimination is brought up. Also, maltreatment as well. Treat them differently because you don't understand them. That's usually what it is, as well. Yeah. Now that brings into question something that might be a little, mm, lighthearted. Is discrimination instinct? Is based on instincts? What do you think?
1: discrimination well maybe because it may be because of instincts or because of your or of how you were um raised
0: yeah. also well a possible instinct. because we can see a lot in real life a, a possible instinctual example of discrimination could be beasts Mm-hmm. Beastars, the discrimination that they endure as well. Oh, yeah. So we have the omnivores. No, we have the herbivores versus the carnivores, and the carnivores. You need. Know, it's really interesting how that plays out for its animal instincts on the line. Can animal instincts be overcome and not treat people differently what do you think about beast stars not the show but you know just overall well to be honest
1: like i haven't seen the show myself Mm -hmm. mostly because it's not like my demographic Mm -hmm. but it looks like something interesting if you talk about it from this perspective
0: Yeah, and what we usually see is like the main characters being different types of animals. And animals are based on kingdoms and what they do. So we got decomposers, we got the herbivores, omnivores, and carnivores. The case study at hand that we see is the carnivores versus the uh, uh, herbivores. So, based what you know from just learning science and the different animal kingdoms and types of roles in the community, how do you think carnivore and herbivore play out?
1: Oh, uh, well, one's wanting to eat the others, and the others just running away,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know. Just like real life.
0: Well, yeah, and also the relationship is prey versus predation as well. Yeah, predator versus prey, yeah. Basically. And throughout the story, can the carnivore actually resist the temptations to eat the fellow animals that are not carnivores? And can Well
1: I guess that's a major plot point, but I guess it's possible.
0: Well, it's possible. And that, like, we it, see
1: even that, in real life, it's possible. Oh, in real life, it is. It's, if it's re- if it's, it's possible in real life, like anything is possible in anime.
0: <laughs> okay, in real life, we don't really have to struggle of animal instincts and resisting that urge. In real life, it's just they act on instincts and eat. In the anime we actually have characterization and personification of the animal and through that personification they have a choice which most animals don't typically give have a choice. Mm. So how do you think so instincts wise, do you think it's their fault? Or they're just born that way and this it is not their fault because yeah they they were
1: just born that way like you cannot do anything you're just born like that like it is just like us humans Mm -hmm. we are basically designed to eat meat like we can go against it you got vegans and vegetarians but the natural way is just like that just eat meat that's that's what we are like, that's the natural way. To, the the natural thing to do.
0: Well, also we bring in the question. The you also bring in the question. Um, the omnivores, what the herbivores. Uh mm-hmm. huh. So, if you were, let's say. A rabbit, and you saw a wolf. What is your natural reaction if you're a character as a rabbit? Run away. Run away as fast as they can. Okay. So you run away. That's a natural instinct to run away, right? Yeah, because you don't want to get eaten, basically. Okay. Okay. Now, if... we have a case study, they're acting like humans, they have human characteristics, and now they're in a bar, they meet the wolf in the bar, what would be the person quality to act in that situation? Mm-hmm. Would they avoid them, or would they talk bad about them? Uh don't, don't depend. Well, with the discrimination you're treating them differently, you're not understanding them, so they're gonna have negative connotation about just them being a carnivore. And not yeah. in the light of day. Which is which we don't really have like we have the rabbit and the wolf depicted in B stores. Mm-hmm. So you have an uncanny relationship between them. Do you the think hell? that will end well or you think it would actually be good in the end? Can be good. How so? like if
1: they get Mm. like let's say we got a wolf we got a rabbit they they find out that they can actually be with each other like friendly and stuff like that's a big step towards their society oh yeah they can just start changing a lot of stuff Um, just because of the fact that the first the first animals from each side just
0: took that first step basically and the uh, the two main characters we're talking about is like Oshri and Haru. they're currently the wolf and the rabbit at question and the wolf is actually resisting urges to Mm -hmm. feed on the rabbit or any other animal that is prey for that particular species. Mm. Now, we ain't going to the demographic of Beastars in the ratings aspect. We're just focused on the discrimination between the two complete opposite classes for animals. So... Okay. It's keep in mind that there is mixed reaction in the community about Beastars and how it depicts itself in the show. hmm Oh. You, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, furries? Yeah, well, <laughs> that is just one aspect of the community, but there's also the on... Well, it's mostly just interesting situations you don't normally see, so we're just going to keep it like that. Well. It opens a can of worms that is considered I don't know, controversial, but maybe viewer discretion. Yeah, that'd be good. Viewer discretion, what do you think?
1: Wait, 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 can you repeat that?
0: Viewer discretion of eyes. <laughs> That's probably the best thing to describe it with. Uh,
1: man, you put him on the spot. <laughs> Why don't you answer the question, huh?
0: Well, the discretion <laughs> of eyes is basically content that has people. There is content to be aware of that is controversial in context so yeah. the wolf and rabbit's relationship could be seen more controversial for how they depict it in the anime for example consent or not you know stuff like that consensual and all that That's yeah the topic that, and we also got this,
1: the problem of crossing species and all that
0: well yeah cause we don't know if well, because typically in real life, species populate in the same species, and if they cross species, it's usually in the same genus. So most animals are not in the same genus to do that, and animals are in the same genus that, like a lion and a tiger, we get a LIGO and that aspect of hybrids, and that hybrid is infertile, so they can't, you, you basically cut off the requirement of creating a generation afterwards. Yeah. So. Now, you know, herbivores and carnivores might be interesting, because carnivores eat the herbivores and herbivores are the prey of the carnivores and herbivores mostly eat plant based diets so the vegetation they eat has high energy in the meat so if you really look at it the calories in the meat is actually more than the vegetation that's why herbivores are continuously eating vegetation to keep up their diet to get the calories they need so you know if we're not saying that you should eat meat or you should only eat plants you eat what you want but just be aware what gives you the energy you need and make up for the body to be nutrition based so just keep that in mind yeah so with further ado,
1: should we get going to our next one?
0: Yeah, Kogiós actually. Oh, nice. So, if anyone that doesn't know what Kogiós is, um, Kogiós, I don't know. You explain it. Kogiós,
1: man. Mm. Okay. From the knowledge I have, um, wait. Um, from the knowledge I have about Kogias, it is about this person, and he's an exiled prince, and he has a power called Absolute Obedience,
0: yep. right? And with absolute obedience, he uses it in a way, he can only use it one time for that person's lifetime, but how you can use it is give a command that is one use, but can be continuously used every day.
1: Yeah, and as, just, as it says the name of the, of the power, is absolute obedience.
0: Yeah. They have to obey you no matter what. So if you get caught and you get your mask taken off, you can say you'll forget the situation and my face. You don't know who I am. Or you can put a spy into a corporate espionage scenario and say you will put back to me on this task of continually giving in- information and don't get caught and give a limit to this info To this location every day at this time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they don't know that they're under it. Because it's a continual habit to keep doing that command. Yeah, it's just like an ordinary thing for them. And the Loosh... Embarks on a revenge story... To face the oppressors which is Britannia and as a result free Territory 11 which is actually Japan which has been conquered by the Britannia Empire. Um. So Lelouch capitalizes on a movement of The people in Japan are not recognized as citizens of Japan, but instead giving a number. So what do you feel about that?
1: Well, hopefully that doesn't happen in the future, man. (laughs) You know? The dystopian kind of scenario, Mm -hmm. where everyone is just a number, or like... You see, from perspective, we're not too far from that. Yeah. But it's not the same, obviously.
0: Yeah, because we recognize countries as independent. And they actually are recognized as a country. While territories are just given a number and call it a day in this anime. Yeah. And... What makes it really interesting as a case study for discrimination particularly is actually Britannia Empire embarks on discrimination campaign to isolate the people in the territories. Um. Like we have uh, Lucius' father in a speech in like episode 3 stating that uh, using discrimination as a catalyst to say to the superior and we need to keep up the empire and not let people abuse it. So, if I was an empire, what is your main goal in the territories to keep power? Christian. Hello? Wait,
1: it cut out, it cut out for a moment.
0: What if I was an empire and I wanted to remain, keep my power and balance, how would I do so in the context? Well... If you're an empire, what are you trying to be? They're trying to be the boss, man. are
1: trying to control everyone and everything.
0: Basically. Oh, yeah. That control is a problem. It creates tension. And people don't like to be told what to do. Yeah. Now, there's a difference between the Empire taking over the territory and trying to enforce it and try to make it stable. Is another thing to... ...oppress the citizens... ...of that territory... ...and further... ...create tension... ...so that power is... ...kept in place out of fear. That's called tyranny. Yeah. So... ...there's this recognition that... ...Japan is not a number... ...so therefore... ...they want to be recognized as... ...citizens of Japan... But in the scope of Britannia, giving them the citizenship and nationality of Japan, what they once were, is a means of no nationality. You're just a number on a map, and therefore a citizen of Britannia empire. Mm-hmm. It creates a... just a case study of... The struggle to remain pa- in power. And what lengths can you go to keep that power? Mm-hmm. Now we establish what Britannia is. We go back to Lelouch. He's the main character that starts this rebellion against his father. But he's using discrimination... As a tool... To achieve the Hidden Agenda for Revenge. Hmm. Or interesting plot. (laughs) So, people don't know... That he wants... Because he's a former son... Of the Britannia's Empire leader. He was cast out. Lives in... The territory of Japan. Area 11. ...and as a result... ...wants to get back at his father... ...so he starts a rebellion... ...and gathers a... ...a a movement to follow him to free Japan. Were you just... ...is that crazy to you? It is. (laughs) (laughs) Like... ...your entire agenda... ...is revenge... But to, to achieve the revenge, you have to hide the fact that it's revenge, and mostly gather a rebellion for independence. You yeah. start the rebellion, and as a result, you gather more and more members, and then you achieve the victory you want.
1: Mm-hmm. But, either way, it is a nice plot. That's why Code Geass is so
0: famous. Well, yeah, and it has like several. I think two or three seasons of it. In the end, justice is served. Not not telling you how, but justice is blind and will apply to anyone given the circumstance. So, yeah, that is a big dilemma that happens. And it happens in different ways. And at different times to different people. But I still can't fathom. Discrimination. Hidden behind revenge. An entire empire built on division of the people. And discrimination as a tool to oppress them. And keep them under the empire. It is just.
1: Bro, like, all this thinking, (laughs) it's, it's too much.
0: (laughs) Well, of course it is, because you're not always used to all this stuff.
1: Ah, nah, nah. (laughs) Do you
0: mean I'm not used to it? We know you're not, because it just, it binds you, it fires your brain more than anything else.
1: (laughs) God damn it.
0: What, you don't like that aspect? Yeah, Okay, so the, the last anime we are discussing is Law in the Sea. Okay, hey, so uh, Law
1: in the Sea. A quick synopsis of the anime is basically that a long time ago, the humanity used to live in the sea. But the humans um, eventually left for the land and left the sea behind. Yeah. But then not every human went to land. There were some that were cast aside and they remained in the sea. And they were allowed to stay and live in the ocean.
0: And the then plot-
1: As the time passed, they just forgot about it and they, they forgot that there were once people, too, the ones oh, yeah. that lived in the sea.
0: And then the plot synopsis is, Due to the closure of the middle school, four students from the sea, Monica, he, 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 he Hikari, Shisa, Shisaki, and Kaname, must attend middle school on the land despite the growing tension between the land and the sea people. So exactly. we are already introduced oh. as a case study of discrimination in the school setting. <laughs> and the school setting is significant for it's very commonplace to have oh, yeah. discrimination. It's very common. You're surrounded by all kids of all different backgrounds, and uh, the lack of experience with relating to people creates tension with different people they don't understand, and one such example is the people from the sea versus the students that are on land. Yeah. Yeah.
1: At the, the end, everyone—they are just the same. They are just humans like everyone else. That's the thing that they cannot see. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that happens. That happens a lot in real life too. With discrimination overall. It's just that people don't want. Mm-hmm. People don't want to see that we're all equal. But we are not going to get into that. We're we're still talking about anime.
0: Oh yeah. So, we create a divide between the people of the sea and the people of the land. And the a result, the people of the land, separated from the people of the sea, in this tension, they still pass between the two, though no, not that over time, fusion and discrimination would become a fact of the world. After centuries have passed, Metal stores of the Sea Village, Shio Shisha, Oh, yeah. Shio Shishuo, Find themselves sentenced on the land where both sides of the coin seem to be willing to the idea. Doesn't stop the children from the face the uncertainty and struggles along the way. Basically, headfirst from discrimination, broken traditions, foods between the leaders and discovery as well. Okay. So, with this context... Not only do they struggle to fit in, but they are totally different from the people of the land. So let's oh, yeah. focus on that. The separation of the people of the land and the sea, the only difference is one, comes from the, one is still in the sea, one remains on the land. In this yeah. So that's it's that same. Is literally geographic lo- definition, geographic discrimination. Is based on where they are from, not of any other reason. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Still. Still. Even if it's that, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I think the discrimination is based on fear most of the times. As we can see in Naruto, or in Beastars, with the carnivores, mm-hmm. is mostly based out of fear. In Naruto, because everyone is afraid that the that he can go rampant and destroy everything. In Beastars, because and the herbivores are afraid of the carnivores because they can just eat them at any oh, yeah.
0: time. Fear and discrimination go hand in hand people fear what they don't know so they don't give it a chance as a result of not giving it a chance the people that are affected are the ones at the target of the discrimination discrimination comes in all forms it could be verbal it can be physical it can also be cultural or society society as a whole it can also be just certain organizations or a similarization of people doing the acts against the targeted group
1: uh-huh.
0: now in real life terms discrimination is usually minorities that are not necessarily part of the general uh, majority but minority makes up the country too and there's not and the majority can always be overtaken. So, there really is no difference, because everyone is the same. Oh, yeah. Now, with law and the Sea, I mean, even though they overcome the discrimination and the struggles that come along, they eventually form relationships on the land with land dwellers as well. You know, it shows the emotion and drama for the future. The theme of love, a sacrifice, that to cast, and the story progresses.
1: Yeah, well, we get your typical
0: mm-hmm.
1: your typical anime drama
0: with some extra steps. <laughs> and also, law of the Sea is not just a school-type anime is also Splice of Life. It has some comedy aspects as well. And the romance is also a driving point after they've been more more or less accepted. Yeah. And you actually see the setting in the ocean compared to the land. They come up from the ocean floor up to the land, the seashore, and then on to the land itself. We have to keep in mind that this is not some uh, fictional aspect where the, the sea dwellers are the Atlanteans. These are actually just people. Like, you know, Atlanteans are usually typical as, like, fish-type hybrids and stuff like that. These are just regular people as well. Yeah. So, as much as there is differences with discrimination used as a catalyst for these anime and real-life applications, everyone is the same human being. Is the same human regardless of who they are for the simple fact humanity is the strength and we as a collective are equally but the same what do you think
1: yeah we're just all the same man like it doesn't matter if it's anime if it's this or that like at the end everyone's just the same on the inside
0: yeah and, then, and yeah, I'm
1: not talking about organs, man, because, yeah, you know. <laughs> what? Wait, what? What are
0: you talking about? <laughs> uh, it's just about ton. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, well, you know, we have organelles, which, and those organelles from cells, or cells from the tissue, and the tissue from the organs, and then the organs from the organism, and the organism, in this case, is humans. So, if we had the same body makeup of who we are and what we are, and we only have, like, small differences, does the small differences really classify us as... in the eyes of people just to be discriminated against?
1: Nah, because... as I'm saying, like, it doesn't matter, like... It's just, it's just such a broad thing.
0: Discrimination. It's a term that people don't want to get to know the people that are different from them. And you do, you know, crimes of hatred, bigotry, stuff to immobilize the people being targeted and make them feel weaker. When all we have to do is make them feel stronger. Yeah. And, you know, as a case study with discrimination, it's embedded in the history that we share. We have it. It exists. But can it be, can it be something that we can treat it differently? Yes, we can. Why?
1: The thing is that it just takes a lot of effort from from the part of like everyone else, because as I, as I was saying before, like it also has to do a lot with the way you're raised, mm-hmm. where you come from and all of that. But yeah.
0: It I think for the most change you're always going to have that small percent willing to stay to the same traditions of the non-change. Oh yeah. And the people that stick to the non-change or the more traditional side of it and now, even more particularly, um, the ones stuck in the past. Those are the types of people we have to be wary of. For the past is not what it is now, so, again, who you are is in direct conflict with what it is now. And I personally feel the reason why so much anime uses discrimination as a tool is to tell the story, make the story relatable, and then overcome whatever troubles you might have, and in the end persevere. What do you think? I agree with that 100%. Because... If we look at anime as a terms of, it's based on human experiences. Humans are the ones creating the piece of work, the piece of entertainment. And all ideas come derived from what, either what we experience as a society, or we experience globally. Discrimination is a global topic that, it's a very controversial subject to all countries, really. You know? Yeah, yeah. And there's different forms of it. You know, one case example is Japan. During this time, Japan were on a quest for World War II. And they felt superior to the other countries in Asia and as a result a nationality of Japan was formed and created like fascist fascist like ideas the supreme nationality will win and through doing that it created a divide that took many decades to survive like to build back up from In in a particular case, I guess. It's... I mean, it's still... That's why we had... uh, You know, anime as... (laughs) Where it came from. War propaganda after the war, you know? Yeah. It was a tool to communicate the issues that they have... And relay those issues in a story that wasn't expected by the people seeing it. And we also have to know that anime is a story within itself. Its main goal is to tell us a story. And if particular race is brought up Particular groups of nationalities, different countries. There has to be some division, and where one country is better than the other, or vice versa, right? Exactly. And it's always country versus country, or species versus species, or whoever the you know the enemy versus the enemy is. If you identify it especially in, like, war settings like Code Geass and, you know, the, the Great Ninja Wars and Naruto, we have war as a depiction of the worst of what humanity is. You know? Exactly. And that aspect ties in to them not acknowledging other people in the conflict. Okay. So to wrap this up, we have talked about a lot. Do you think in a nutshell, anime is necessarily bad for people to view because it Talks about bad subjects.
1: No, I think anime is a very good media that if you know how to use it well, you can transmit these types of deep topics in a more friendly way so everyone can have a different view about the world and about everything in general. Mm -hmm. Like, Like this topic, for example, and discrimination... It
0: is a very good way to translate it all. I feel like the anime that uses this as a plot. It's usually background setting, building up the country, building up the organization, building up what they represent. It creates the plot in which we can relate to the conflict at hand. You know? Yeah. And without the conflict, without the background, we don't understand the means of how or why they fight for what they're doing. It's justification. You know? Okay. The justification to why are they fighting. It's the backbone to the conflict. And it creates a suspense in which to tell the story. Uh Uh-huh. And... When anime is used to tell the story, I don't think it's necessarily bad. I also don't think it's necessarily good. It's like a neutral territory. You know, also, a terminology for discrimination is the unjust or prejudgmental treatment of a different category of people or things, especially on the grounds of race, age, sex, background, ethnicity. All that plays a factor into why discrimination is heavily viewed. As a negative subject. It has a history in itself. That history creates problems for the future and the present because we're looking back at the history. It's a hard subject to talk about. What do you think? Yeah it is very hard. But do you personally relate or you're, like, admissive removed from all of this. Wait, can you repeat that? Please? Are you, like, have personal experience or removed from the subject at all?
1: Um, personal experience.
0: Okay, same here, because, you yeah, know, yeah. being treated and being ridiculed, you come to a point... Where either you lash out back to society and then not be the person you want to be. Or use what you have to influence and make an impact around you. I think that is what we should take from all of this. We should be like Naruto and use the power of personal experience to impact the world and make it a better place. What do you think? I agree with that. And with that, that concludes this particular podcast about discrimination in anime. Any closing thoughts?
1: Well, this was a very good episode and to conclude it with this talk no jutsu is (laughs) a very good very good way to conclude the episode.
0: I feel like we use it as a case study and explore the motives associated with the different forms and how sometimes it can be so complex you don't even see it until it's explained. I think that pretty much covers what in a nutshell the negative truth that we don't want to admit to ourselves. You know? Well with that we had we're concluding the episode. Thank you for your support. Uh, this is MC Anime signing off. You should do the same, Christian. And uh, here's Christian
1: signing off too. And I'll see you guys next time.
0: All right. We'll be shortly doing the fifth episode, so should be good.